I'm Dylan. I'm a cabbage in a field of cabbages. <laughs> I'm Camille. And this is Black Hat Horror. Um, how you guys doing today? Well, good. I'm pretty hungry. I could go for some cabbage right uh, about now. Or some carrots. How do you eat noodles with ketchup on it? <laughs> I did do that. Selling you out. It's true. Fucking thing. Alfredo <laughs> sauce when it's cold with ketchup on it's really good. I believe. Don't. I'm. I'm sure it's fine. Well, you didn't heat it up either. No. You monster. It's good. I've always eaten it that way my whole entire life. <laughs> Okay, this week on Black Hat Horror, we're talking about the sci-fi classic, The Thing from Another World. This film has inspired folks like Ridley Scott, Toby Hooper, and John Carpenter. We are going to the North Pole for the first time again. This film has a carrot alien, uh, a frozen UFO, and a shit ton of kerosene. We have Jordan Pritchard with us today from the FMV Sequence Podcast, and he also works at Rodeo Cinema. Holy cats! Yay! Hi, Jordan. Hi. How thanks you for having me. Hello. Doing well. That was one of my favorite things to hear uh, in the movie was, uh, I was like, oh, I'm holy allowed cats. to say holy cats holy now? Holy cats. I don't awesome. I remember that. Uh, they say it constantly. The, uh, the, all the time. The reporter, the news reporter, yeah. constantly. <laughs> holy cats. Yeah, I don't know. Holy cats. I don't know why. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, but he says it. I guess. I mean, haven't heard that one. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, I guess I did in the movie. It didn't even... We had the, didn't even uh, penetrate my brain. Yeah, holy cats! But you guys are cat people. Mm-hmm. That well, that's true. Also, we had the subtitles on this. Co- like I've seen it once before, and we j- I think we just didn't turn the subtitles off when it right. first started, so we left them on, and it was actually really helpful because of the conversational style of this movie. Oh yeah, just yeah. old old fifties movies where it's like, oh, everything feels like us is performed like stage play esque. Right, it's not as. Uh, like everyone's talking at the same volume all the time. I was going to say too and also people talk over each other quite a bit too, like a lot. It happened yeah. a lot and I was like this is like like it feels more like real life, but also, also it is weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, like yeah. it was uh, maybe it inspired John Cassavetes as well. I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> Jordan, mm. you picked this movie. I did. Um why? Well, <clears throat> I picked it because one, I noticed you guys have been doing a lot of old movies, and I was like, I want to, I want to be a part of that. That sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two, I just picked this up on DVD like two weeks ago. Finally, I've been mm-hmm. wanting it forever, and um, so I was like, it's a great way to break it in. Yeah. For this. Oh, did real quick, did your copy by any chance have like a color version? Is there a color version? No, it just is black and white on. Gotcha. It. Yeah, I don't think. I've seen pictures of like the thing from being outer like, space yeah, being in color, and I was like, man, that'd be really cool to see this movie in color. But yeah, it would be it would be interesting because I want to know what like with those tones, you know, if they had to make things like super bright. I bet. Um, mm. Yeah. I actually have a picture here oh, of wow. how they had the thing. Oh wow, he was actually pink. Yeah, it's uh. Yeah, he's like fleshy. Because yeah. you assume he's like, oh, he probably is like green or something, or like a pale green, because you can't, if you do a dark green, it's just going to come off as like, you know, dark gray. Mm. Yeah, that's that's like if you look at the colorized versions, like the actual suit of um, the creature from the creature from Black Lagoon, it is like bright, bright green. It looks really, really cool. There's actually like two different two different ones, but yeah, like the yeah. original costume is like a really bright green. It looks really neat. I don't think that's how it was in real life, though. Right. 
Anyway, that's anyway, all I got. yeah, that's and it. I assume that the main reason that you wanted to uh, engage with this film is probably because it this movie is more famous for being, uh, you know, clipped in Halloween, and then uh, the inspiration for the thing, which is typically regarded as Carpenter's like best film. Yeah, that, and I mean, it, this is what this is the film that inspired Carpenter to direct. Um, this is like, oh, just in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he saw it when he was a little kid, and it blew his mind. Yeah, and so that's what led him onto the path of becoming an amazing writer director. Yeah, so, all around cool ass dude. Yeah, and so like, and I, the first time that I saw this film was probably ten years, maybe twenty years ago. Jesus. Um, like the on OETA the you know oh, they, they used to have the old movie the Saturday night oh, uh, cool. mat- matinee I think is what it was called yeah. or yeah with the the dude with yeah. like the Jerry curl basically yeah like the local PBS <laughs> yeah. yeah and the intro song is the 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 uh, Gremlins tune yeah, oh, yeah. Beep, 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 beep. what yeah. Yeah, beep, 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 that's beep, rad. Yeah, dude, yeah. every Saturday. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. And yeah. it was um I remember watching this and being like it's a old 50s movie. This is no way go- and I was actually like kind of scared. Like yeah. the beginning of it is very nerve-wracking it's with a lot like, of suspense. Yeah, cuz they don't show the creature and yeah. it's like it's a perfect example yeah. of like you know, they knew that the, sh- the creature looked shitty, so, like, uh, try to not show it as much as possible so then your imagination takes over and it's like, it works. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. Dole, you gotta dole out the monsters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know. They, they shot a lot of footage with the monster in it, and then they were like, mm, no, this isn't cutting it. I mean, to the, like, James Arness, the dude who actually plays the thing, like, didn't like the movie at all, was embarrassed of it, didn't go to the premiere and said that the, that the costume made him look like a giant carrot. And I guess they originally took... They like, he didn't read the script? Yeah. Maybe not. I guess maybe not. They, maybe like, he really didn't need to. Right. Like, hey, put this on, stick yeah. your hand through the door, mm-hmm. walk slowly. Right. Well, I'm sure that reading a script doesn't necessarily tell you... It says how, carrot in the script. How right? Well, <laughs> that was my point. They do, they do say like the makeup of when they're talking about like the chemical makeup of his arm, but not necessarily like how it looks. Yeah, so, I'm sure that as an actor, you're just like cool. I also thought like maybe yeah. this, um, maybe this inspired uh, like Swamp Thing, the DC character mm-hmm. made more famous by the you know important and great uh, Alan Moore run because mm. uh, it's a vegetation thing. That's true. Yeah. Yep. Well, there's there's also been a lot of talks in like uh, UFO stuff about um, aliens being... Vegetable monsters? Essentially. Like where they're essentially like sentient um, like uh, mushrooms and shit. Yeah. To where like oh, yeah. the aliens don't actually have bones and stuff. So... Um, Jellyman. They're real, like, they have a hard outer skin so that they have arms and legs and stuff, but they don't have joints, so it's hard for them to grab a hold of things. They're like the wiggly Mr. Burns in the episode of of The Simpsons. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, There was a a guy, I can't remember his name, and if you don't like, you know, aliens and stuff, I don't know why you're listening to this episode, but. Um, there was allegedly a guy we're funny. who yeah, we're nice. There, there we're was funny. a guy who uh, got to work at, at um, Area 51, and all of the doors that are in the underground facility—that's 100% real at Area 51. There's not actually handles on doors, 
it's the push to open doors because uh, greys can't uh, use levers and stuff because they don't have joints and they're very malleable bodies like that so they just push them open cute mm-hmm. i bet they're so cuddly the, probably i don't think i think that they got <laughs> shark skin and they're small I don't know. And spooky. Oh, aren't they sort of like telekinesis? Why don't they just open doors with their brains? Ha-ha! Why are you thinking about Fair that? Hey, maybe maybe they're like, uh, <laughs> like, like well, I've maybe never they're heard more of like Grey's Professor X where they're like, I know what you're thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> Stop thinking about how good my head looks. <laughs> I know I'm a sexy yeah. alien. Quit being envious of my tiny eyes. Yeah. They have big eyes. What do you mean? They have giant no, eyes. No, they're envious of my tiny eyes. Oh, gotcha. Oh, gotcha. You are tiny eyes. Yeah. You have tiny eyes. Yeah. I would you just and go Jordan both have full, tiny eyes. Uh, I mean, we all have tiny eyes compared to a gray, but uh, the whole, <laughs> like, you don't have to fucking get fucking pointed. <laughs> you have small eyes, both of you, you bitches. Yeah, but the... Uh, I want to yeah. know how I got into the small eyes category. Are you calling me beady? Um, Am I a beady-eyed dude? No, you you're not a beady-eyed dude. You just have small eyes. No. You don't have shark eyes. Your eyes look like they're always, like, kind of closed until you're excited and then you're like, <laughs> I'm just always sleepy well yeah. you also have big cheeks though too you have cute big cheeks <laughs> like a chipmunk mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> but yeah if i saw a gray i feel like i would go straight like three stooges like, with <laughs> I, I poke in. minus the second you are not you ain't yeah. getting in this butt <laughs> yeah no way anyway so jordan yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you picked the movie because I love the thing, and I've never, I had never seen this movie until I watched it, and I didn't know. Quote of the century. I left out a word. I left out a word. I'm sorry. I ain't never seen this till I done seen it. <laughs> it was I. <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. Um, and I didn't know it was based off of a novel, a novella. A novella. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I didn't ever read that until I listened to it. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't really. Sort of. We started it. All right. Well, do you want to, uh, you know, go over some of the credentials of uh, the men and women that are in this movie <laughs> um, before we uh, crack it open? Not really. Why not? I'm kidding. Come on, dude. Um, I don't have a whole lot about the uh, actual actors and actresses in this film. I've got um, some tidbits about other things, but I will go through and say that... Uh, uh, Margaret Sheridan, who played Nikki Nichol- Nicholson. Mm. What a That's name. a great What's name. name yeah. yeah. She's the only woman in this movie, which is funny. And there's, she's there's a total no, lady. Uh, oh, yeah, for like half a second. She's mo- she's she's in it more than once. She's actually the one that's responsible for reviving one of the doctors when he's attacked. Go for her. Yeah. <laughs> she's, nice. the, yeah. she's the nurse lady. This is the assistant lady. She's oh, okay. the She is the wife of the... Um, Dude that's in charge. At the, at the base. Oh, um, wait, not the doctor, right? Not no. Doctor, <laughs> Doctor Arthur uh, Carrington. Yeah. Just doesn't give a fuck about humanity. Right? Yeah, that's Dr. why it's Carrington. the diet like that. It's because his last name's Carrington. So you got to fucking <laughs> bait and switch their ass. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he cares a ton. It's like. Uh, I mean, not he cares a ton about some stuff. Yeah. About science. But not necessarily you. Which yeah. is very. You were you were talking about it, Camille, about how <laughs> the way he feels about the whole situation is pretty flawed because he's just like, we got to know everything that we can. Well, I mean, if like, we die, it's fine. It's like, okay, well, there's no radios that are coming out of here, so if we all die, no, then we I don't mean, know anything. It's anti-science, anything. like propaganda, basically. Yeah. yeah. You know, the military versus science—a thing that's been done in horror movies a bunch of times mm-hmm. and uh, is always fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. 
Uh, but no, not Dr. Carrington. Um, uh, the other guy that you said looks really neat. Oh, that guy does look really neat. He uh, didn't have a... He didn't have a... Uh... A bio? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, anyway. Yeah, they are a husband and wife duo that are kind of like in in charge, as it were, of the... Um, oh, maybe he did. No, that's Bob. Of the station. Gotcha. And uh, she was like a, a nurse or something. I don't know. She, uh, when they first show up, she's like, I bet you forgot my bobby pins. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Which she needed. Her hair was quite long once we see it down later. <laughs> so. So this was actually the first movie that um, Margaret Sheridan was in. She went on to do One Minute to Zero, uh, I, the Jury, Pride of the Blue Grass, The Diamond, and Man's Favorite Sport. That huh. one sounds wild. I am uh, not familiar with any of these movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, me either. That's why I didn't do a whole lot of uh, looking because got, it's uh, like... Rock Hudson in it. Oh, yeah. sad story. Yeah, sad. I like uh, Rock Hudson, but I mostly know him from Seconds, which is a great sci-fi movie that everyone should check out. And then uh, Polyester with Divine. Yeah, well, <laughs> did was he... Uh, I don't know that I recall much of Polyester, did he play a gay character in Polyester? No, he's like Divine's, like him and Divine have a thing. Okay, okay, gotcha. Okay, well, it's just nice because he died. He he had AIDS and yeah. he died and he was closeted forever. So finally got to kind of be him. Yay. Holy shit. I will say, though, um, Kenneth Toby, Tobey, uh-huh. in too many things. He's He's been in... This is just a wacky list. All the way up to fucking Hellraiser Bloodline in fucking 86. Oh, wow. 96. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. <laughs> I was like... Mm. And he was also in monster. Gremlins. Dude, oh my god. Yeah. Man worked. Yes, he did. Honey I, honey, I blew up the kids. That's <laughs> a good one, guys. Yeah, Honey, I... That's the one with the giant baby, right? That's the yeah. third one? Yeah, yeah, that's the one that's like... Uh, Makes you think, man, toddlers are cute, but they kind of suck. It's it's gross and weird and upsetting when it's big and crying. And you're like, I feel bad and weird. (laughs) (laughs) He's just crying, doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Can't understand uh, Rick Moranis trying to talk to him. It's true. Yep. So, (coughs) anywhere. Um, So, some of the things I found out was uh, originally they they wanted to make the, um, the monster a shapeshifter, just like it was in the novel. But the limited budget um, forced them to essentially do what they ended up doing. Making it a, a, a Frankenstein. Yeah, making it... A, a yeah. Frankenstein? Yeah, a, 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 carrot, a carrot's monster. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, the, the Frankenstein thing, what's funny is when they finished the, um, the character design for the thing, they um, dressed James Arness up in the whole get-up, and then they took him to the producer, one of the producers of the film... To be like, hey, look at what we did. And he was like, well, this looks really shitty. Um, maybe put a Frankenstein cap on it. And they were like, okay. And then they did. <laughs> so he does give off huge Frankenstein vibes to so the point where. That's why he's where... got the squared off head. Exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe they should have made him it. like a cone head. Yeah. Or maybe put like a. um like a With a little tuft of hair yeah, on or, top. Yeah, t- yeah, tuft of hair on the top like mm-hmm. a, a carrot. Um, yeah, just a top knot. Right. Uh, <laughs> he got a little of a dude with the top knot. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, Howard Hanks, uh, I'm sorry, Howard Hawks asked the United States Air Force for assistance in making the film. And they were like, no, we want everyone to think that we don't believe in aliens. And if we help you with this movie, people will get confused. Absolutely not. So they did not end up helping out with this movie. That's Plus, fine. don't they have like other shit to deal with? No. Are you, say, are you saying that the, the logo on the plane isn't a legit Armed Forces <laughs> logo? <laughs> Pretty fucking legit to me. I like. I didn't know that planes had fucking skis. That was really cool to see. Man, yeah. do you, uh, like, my dad was in the Air Force, so, like, anytime you watch a movie that has anything to do with, like, an airplane or, yeah. like, people are wearing uniforms, he's like, oh, well, that's all wrong. It's like, that's not how you're supposed to put badges on there or, like, that plane couldn't do that and i'm just like yeah. jesus man i just when i was in fifth grade i thought air force one was really fucking good and yeah. you're just shit here shitting all over it <laughs> yeah i wanted to show it to you my uncle did that all the time because he's a cop and so when i would go over to their house like we would always watch like that's why i watched like the first halloween movie i'd ever seen which was halloween h2o and the cops are involved in that movie and he's like nope nope this is not how it works it's like you know this man doesn't die, right? Like he's a dude in a mask murdering everyone. He's been shot like a thousand times, and you're talking about how this isn't proper police protocol right now. Okay, I don't know if there is proper police. Yeah, protocol. I was gonna say, what is proper police yeah. protocol? If anybody could explain it to me and the rest of the world, <laughs> or at least this country, that might be a fucking plus. Um. Lastly, the the scene where they make the outline of this the flying saucer and the frozen ice was actually filmed. At the RKO Ranch in San Fernando Valley in 100 degrees. Oh, Jesus. And it did not look that way. And they had parkas on. That seems shitty. <laughs> but, like, we've talked the about several for times art. for, like, like we've talked about several times about making movies. It's never, it's just not easy. It's always bad. It yeah. always seems impossible to do. So, it's a miracle we got any of them. That's and true. We just shit on the bad ones all the time. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, that's all I got. Woo! That's right it? Now. Nothing about the stars of this movie? No. Details. Any, any things there? I mean, we all know the we, name we Howard through, Hawks. Like, Howard right. Hawks has produced this, but he didn't direct it. But he's a, you know, famous, uh, you know, early Hollywood director. Yeah, he, um, what's... But I'm sure he produced a shitload of stuff. He did. Um, and one of the fun things that I found out about him is he, so he's a producer, but also he's... A very famous director as well for a lot of like in the classic Hollywood era and he always liked to put in um, very strong female characters like tough talking female characters that came to be defined as the Hawkinson women oh that's neat like which, our cool ass lady in this movie right he only produced it yeah but something along those lines mm -hmm. yeah but he was a, uh, a director first. Also, one of the things I wanted to point out, too, I'm super glad I found this poster. I love how a bunch of movies back in, like, the 40s and 50s, if there was, like, a bad guy, they always had a floating green head in the, <laughs> on the poster. Yeah. Like, this is a carbon copy of the Frankenstein poster. Uh, it's very funny. They like, It's fetching. You're like, oh, like, you oh, know, yeah, it's definitely. called the criminal code. That guy looks like he has some criminal thoughts. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. It's quite ominous. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, he, oh my God, he has so much shit that he's done. Yeah. 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 Uh, he's done a lot. Yeah. Hawking or Hawks. Howard Hawks. Yeah. Like, uh, though I think some of the big ones of course are like Rio Bravo, uh, original Scarface, mm -hmm. um, 
bringing up baby his girl friday uh the big sleep red river uh yeah are the ones that like where it's like oh yeah i know the names of all those movies Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) looking over him him loosely i so the original scarface what is that like i I just like i've not seen it i always forget that there was actually i imagine it's a gangster film right you are correct. I imagine Nailed that they it. don't have a chainsaw scene in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I imagine that there's not piles of cocaine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I don't know how closely related it is to the De Palma film. Right. Well, um, it seems just like a lot of people who were already in this film had had quite the careers before. Um, however, I am interested in Douglas Spencer as uh ned scotty scott the um fucking newspaper guy who was super pissed the entire fucking movie until he fainted because he's a huge bitch hey you know it's, no he's, he's he's all right he was fucking tough talking the entire time and then once it was actually dead then he's like Ugh. that was more propaganda about like fucking writers. nerds I thought, <laughs> I thought it was more that he fainted because this whole time he's been trying to get his story and then when they finally kill it, it's just a pile of ash. And so it's like, <laughs> what proof? I have no credibility. No yeah, proof, yeah. what was I even doing here? I almost risked my life yeah. for nothing. Because, yeah. like, you know, at one point in time, uh, you know, re- reporting had some integrity. Mm. Or at least the people that did it had some integrity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's also debatable. It is. Deba- it is. It, it is it debatable. Depends on but you know, what oh, it's type really of reporting you read. He played a Martian in the Twilight Zone. That's very funny. How fun! He's like one of the first people in this film to call it a Martian. That's very ironic. But yeah, instantaneous. We should bring also. Martian back. Martians. Yeah, Martians a good word. It's a fun word. For what? Martians. Yeah, for, yeah for, aliens? For, for aliens. People are like, ah, aliens. It's like, yeah. Martian. Martians. Martians are just aliens from Mars. But then people think you're talking about Mark Wahlberg and... Uh, <laughs> no, that's... They're not. The, the not Mark Wahlberg. A, uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yeah. I get them confused. They yeah. both... They look similar. Well, one of them blinded a Korean man. And the other one... Uh, Wait, what? And the other one... <laughs> the other one's responsible uh, for um, the Bourne Legacy trilogy stuff. I uh, know, yeah. I mean, Mark Wahlberg. You look it up, guys. He blinded a Korean shopkeeper. For real, though? Or in a yeah, movie? he's fucking from Boston. What else is there to do there? Other things. So other many things. other I things. I went to Boston. I yeah. was not asked once if I wanted to do that. Yeah, yeah. Go to a Sox game. <laughs> and blind a Korean woman? Man. Oh. Doesn't really matter. He blind. I mean, yeah. Are you trying more, to one up him, dude? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna leave. Yeah. Leaving a mark on and Boston. Say, and say cool stuff like, if I was on that plane, Ugh. if I was on the plane, it wouldn't. Have, that wouldn't. It wouldn't have gone down like that. <laughs> oh God, Mark Wahlberg. <clears throat> oh, you don't have to. Everybody knows this. I can't believe that I no, brought something. No, new. not everyone. I think knows everybody. It. Knows you were one out. One out of four people knows about it. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> so. Mark Wahlberg gets pardoned from the only person who matters. Uh, so the victim for the past twenty six <laughs> years, Hollywood superstar Mark Wahlberg has believed he left a Vietnamese man blind in one eye after brutally assaulting him. Jeez. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um. 
So it looks like they got in a fight, essentially. Yeah, I wonder who fucking egged that on. He spent 45 days in jail for the attack, but has now made a plea for the crime to be pardoned, having turned his life around to become one of the most famous actors in the world. His victim has never spoken about the vicious assault in 1988, but has broken a more than two-decade-long silence to reveal that the actor did not actually cause him any serious harm, and that he... uh, and that until he was told by Mail Online, he had no idea his assailant had become a famous actor. What a burn. Even better. What a burn. He was like, oh, they were like, yeah. And I've never even heard of you. Mark Wahlberg was like, just like peeled off a couple of like, you know, a couple of uh, a bills and was like, here's fucking 15 grand, brother. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, he was already blind in one eye after being injured while fighting the communists in the Vietnam War. So. More all right. important. All right. Well, yeah. I guess I didn't have all my information. This, this guy had a. But a Wikipedia more is editable. Yeah. Yeah. I love. <laughs> I was not blinded by Mark Wahlberg. Said fifty-nine-year-old Vietnamese-born. Sure. sure, he wasn't. He did hurt me, but my left eye was already gone. He was not responsible for that. In an exclusive interview, blah blah blah. He was young and reckless, but I forgive him now. Everyone deserves another chance. Where's know? that movie? Where's the Mark Wahlberg uh, blinds? <laughs> Korean guy movie. No, we already know what movie I want to see, and that is the uh, Ferris Bueller and uh, Sasha Jennifer Grey uh, Kill a Man. Oh, yeah, the movie where uh, where Matthew Broderick uh, drunk drives somebody to death. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, this has nothing to do with the movie. I was interested in what you said. I'm interested lying. in all of this celebrity crime. <laughs> yeah. We need to yeah. do. We need to do yeah. another podcast yeah. that is. Just I wonder if it was pre or post war games. Like when did he blind? When did he? Well, when did that happen? I know it happened to like. It was in the eighties. So, yeah, it was either yeah. the eighties or early nineties. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was not recent. So we're gonna start a celebrity crime podcast because that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a the guy from that shitty pop punk band that like murdered <laughs> murdered a man in a parking garage that's a pretty good one. Oh, Ooh. holy shit it's like a guy in like midtown one of those like really crummy like 2000s like pop punk bands like Yikes. yellow card adjacent type shit oh jesus Ooh. christ yeah like bad bad music that's Switch awesome foot? <laughs> christian band switchfoot yeah. Switch uh, at least has like a riff or two mm-hmm. <laughs> i would like i like to imagine a kid that is like really excited about his Switchfoot CD like wants to share the music with you and that's how he pronounces it too like over enunciates the T's Switchfoot like, Would you switch, like to listen to, to my switch Switchfoot foot. CD with me? I think I'm not really into God but they are and that's cool Yeah <laughs> uh, I One of my best friends that's one of his favorite bands It's uh, weird First song I ever learned on guitar was a Switchfoot song yeah. oh, I bet man. it was the one with the good riff Whatever that's probably, song is. I, I don't remember. Yeah. Bad bands can have good riffs. That's it true. happens. Everybody gets one, brother. <laughs> well, I just heard. Okay, we're gonna go. Yeah, Creed has, a, <laughs> yeah, at least a good riff. We're gonna take a quick break. I'm gonna listen to Creed, and then we'll be right back. <laughs> okay. There is plenty of time to treat yourself to something good to eat at our refreshment center. And we're back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. Jordan. Yeah. You were excited to see this movie for all the reasons that you mentioned at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Of the show. Anyway. Uh, how did it hold up for you? How, how did it How did it make you feel? Uh, my first thought watching it was just like the charm of a 1950s black and white movie. Yeah. yeah. Like like a cozy blanket. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was very excited for that. Um, I loved the energy of the film. Like, 
with the, the, the talking banter and like the characters all seemed smart like there wasn't a dumb person you know yeah. like they, there's yeah. they had specialists but like nobody was just like and what, was yeah. what do we do yeah. it's like I, I loved that the I was surprised by the banter like oh like these guys seem like friends there's like light ribbing yeah. throughout the whole thing which yeah. was was nice because you could have been a lot drier than it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there wasn't any like unnecessary rivalries or anything either. Like when the doctor dude becomes kind of the villain, it's like earned. It's right. not just like we don't like him because of science. It's right. like we've been using like he's been useful this whole time and then we develop him into being the bad guy. And right. that, was, that was cool. Mm-hmm. It was also nice seeing like having female char- like even though there's only a couple like female characters that felt like they had agency and purpose and not just like eye candy like situations like right. yeah the girlfriend character is like a, a strong lady that ribs him just like his buddies do and are arguably better yeah yeah and she so ties cool. his ass up it was hot <laughs> <laughs> it was funny it's just like she made the joke and i was like funny joke i'm like oh no she she did it that's great. This is really funny. That was hilarious. And then the joke of him like being untied basically the whole time. He's like, yeah. Got out of that shit quick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I do also like that as well because it shows that he's like, yeah, I mean, I'm a gentleman. Like, yeah. I'm not going to just whoop. I may yeah, have been yeah. accused of being handy before, but I was blackout drunk, so it's fine. <laughs> because it was the 1950s. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 51. Yeah. yeah. Not even, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, no, I definitely agree because the, uh, like, it would have been really easy for them to just be like, here's our bad guy. But, like, him, like, the doctor being legitimately, like, um, a doctor and not wanting to kill the thing and, like, trying to figure out how it works and stuff to it climaxing with him being, like, next to the creature and me. <laughs> like, I know you're so smart. Just, like, let's talk. And it was like, no. I'm going to smack you in the face. Uh, too bad. Um, yeah. It's like, it's not fucking smart. No. You can't communicate with this fucking vegetable yeah. Frankenstein. Yeah, you're not another carrot, dude. He doesn't like you. He's been sucking the blood out of these dogs well, for He the even past said three. earlier, I was like, why did he even attempt to do that when he was like, oh, it views us like, you know. Food, we, we, essentially. Yeah. yeah, like we view fucking a vegetable or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, if a, if a carrot came up to me and was just like, don't kill me, I wouldn't. I'd be like, oh, nope. You're talking carrot. Yeah, I'd be pretty freaked out. Yeah, be, it'd be wild. Wouldn't plant it. I did since I had not <laughs> seen this before. Um, there's a couple of scenes early in the film when, like, the uh, main character, the main military man. Yeah. Uh, Captain, Captain Henry. The, yeah, yeah Captain Henry. He. Uh, it seemed like he was maybe, like, doing something malicious. Like, maybe he was the thing. But I wasn't – I hadn't seen the movie before. But, it, like, we all know the John Carpenter, the thing, the whole – I don't want to say thing again. The whole idea of the film is like the paranoia. Yeah. Right. Like it could be anywhere. And for a little bit early in the film with a couple of choices he made, I thought maybe like he was the monster would turn into it. Right. It would have been uh, neat. But um, I, yeah, because I had seen the Carpenter film, I had that thought uh, a couple of times. I was like, hmm. Colored a little bit. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, uh, I enjoyed Capitan. Capitan, <laughs> Capitan Henry. That was a weird way that it, they spelled it, Henry. Um, I enjoyed his character a lot. I really liked, honestly, like how calm, cool, and collected he was the entire time. Did you guys like? Yeah, pick I mean, up you know. on that. Just the fact that he was like, 
okay, I know you're freaking out, but you're going to stop, and then we're going to see <laughs> if you can do the thing that you want to do. But um, the answer is no. And moving on to this other thing, yeah. just yeah. like just bouncing back and forth, and just like but it like totally, felt realistic. Yeah, it was very realistic. And, and he just, everybody he trusts a man with a jawline like that. <laughs> well, and that was necessary in movies uh, at that time. I feel like you had to have a jawline mm-hmm. to be cast. Strong cheekbones. But, um, but the entire time, he didn't. It wasn't as if he was picking on anybody or putting anybody down. He was just like, "Here's the situation. We work for the Air Force, and yeah. we have to answer to." the air force maybe you can write your story we'll have to see maybe you can keep doing your science thing we'll yeah. have to see but he in was the meantime, a model employee yeah. correct yeah yeah he what you want soldier. in the time of a crisis but yeah. he also he also disobeys the orders because the orders are not to destroy the creature and he's like no i'm putting the people first that yeah. is true because also calm cool and collected level head he was like this is going to take over the planet. He's guys. Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's yeah. Captain Henry America. Yeah, and unfortunately, um, Dr. Arthur Carrington, not the best Red Skull, because he got his shit rocked. He did. <laughs> he was a bit of a bitch. <laughs> he, was, he was kind of a bitch the whole time, actually. Yeah, a bit less of a Nazi. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Quite less, actually. Um, yeah. But um, I thought it was, uh, man, I really liked it. I thought it was really cool. I really liked the, I was interested to see what the differences were going to be because like like Temple said, the creature, the thing, in The Thing by John Carpenter, vastly different, way cooler in my opinion, but in a different way. I mean, this creature still really cool. And I feel like if someone did The Thing from another world again unnecessary with this one (laughs) and like kept this version of a creature it would look really cool if they did like practical effects and stuff and i still think there would be i still think it would be a good like it'd be a cool movie still but yeah i mean the creature in this one wasn't awesome looking but you didn't get to see it a lot so it was still really cool yeah you, you spend a good portion of the movie wondering what like especially the only part of the spaceship you see is like the tail fin, right? So you're, the whole time you're like, "What is the spaceship?" You don't know. You have no so idea. You have to imagine it, and so you get to you pretty much get to conjure up what you think the spaceship is. Yeah. So like your spaceship is different than my spaceship, right? right. Which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And until they show the creature, like you you just see hands a couple of times and outlines, and mm-hmm. so you're like, "What is this thing?" Yeah. They're talking about like the the how the hand has barbs and stuff on it, and you're like, "This thing is gonna be gnarly." Yeah. Right. Like. And obviously it's not going to be because it's 1951, but you have this modern concept of what some crazy shit could be. Yeah. So it's like, it's pretty rad Mm -hmm. until they show it. And then you're like, it's 1951. It's it's kind of cute. I like it. I was hoping for like some moss or some more like sinewy, like vegetation vibe. But his hands were cool. Yeah. 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 Really cool. The scene where they smash his hand in the door and it's, I don't know if the wood splintered or if the hand prosthetic splintered (laughs) off, but it was pretty neat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was very cool. I I think that uh, the scene that the scene where he's locked outside with the dogs. I mean, that is oh, the really guy flailing, brutal. Flailing, flailing he, around with what we like to think is not a real dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I know that is. I really hope that the dogs are fine for sure. I'm sure uh, they were just fake. tossing around. Uh, I think all those dogs are dead. By now. Well, true. <laughs> <laughs> One of them did get choke slammed, and that Rest was 
fucking cool. Yeah, but I think that that was like that was a nice touch to just show you like how brutal this this character is supposed to be. Yeah. Um, I think the fact that they put in the you know quote unquote work for the quote unquote science mm-hmm. to like explain how this could affect the entire world, yeah. and so we could really get a picture for like what a threat this would be. Um, helped a lot. Yeah. Um, helped quite a bit. And even, I mean, like the little tiny, the little tiny buds that were kind of like, yeah. you know, the, the little pulses. We, like, we find out that like the, whoever it was that was hurt in the film, they like, were like, they're not getting the plasma or whatever because the doctor fucking jacked it to feed it to plants. Yeah. Right. Son of a bitch. Like, what, <laughs> yeah. a, what a, it's like, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I enjoyed the fact that they like flushed that all, fleshed flesh that all out yeah for you uh just so you really understood like why this was actually scary i think that all helps build into your imagination of like what the threat is so that you know the two times that you do see it it's still like ah yeah it's like a thing that doesn't look that looking but yeah it doesn't look that different than you but uh it like does not see the world any anywhere near the same way that you do Mm -hmm. right but I do think it's cool too for the this whole all to take place in the North Pole because you're like they're like well what if there's like a thousand or ten thousand it's like well luckily you're in the North Pole none of this shit's growing but if it somehow manages to get anywhere where there's greenage we're fucked yeah we're completely like, mm-hmm. fucked yeah, yeah. It'll, go, it'll go like full ice nine yeah it's just not not (laughs) i don't know yeah maybe you get the reference i don't know (laughs) that's cradle yeah yeah Yeah. it's a vonnegut book yeah yeah. Yeah. uh also anybody else want some hot coffee does anybody need some hot coffee i'm good no i'm good i loved in uh when they're like oh like hot coffee and everybody's just like chilling around the cockpit while they're flying Mm -hmm. they're just like open like yeah. open like <laughs> yeah. like mugs of coffee it's yeah. like yeah. you guys this is a fucking smooth ass ride <laughs> yeah. after, after they just got through talking about how the wind was like 40 knots and was kind of slightly blowing the them off time. course like yeah. half of this movie is just wind sound effect <laughs> right. should have been like honestly yeah, whoever did wind effects for the movie should have uh, been like you know third build <laughs> I'm, I'm curious if those planes actually existed with those sleds and because you know Comparing with John Carpenter's thing, they used helicopters when they right. were in the Antarctic, and that would be easier to get, you know, off snow because mm-hmm. you just yeah, go straight probably up. Yeah, more accurate yeah. to the time. Right, and so it's like you got to imagine like trying to get the speed to take off from the oh ice and gosh. snow would be like super annoying. That's yeah, what the dogs dude. are for. They tie the dogs to the front. <laughs> <laughs> they just let them go. They'll make it okay. This time, don't put them in front of the propellers, okay? Last yeah. time, you put them in the propellers, they yeah. went all over the place. <laughs> Wait till, yeah, yeah. Clean. There's yeah. just an airplane with like 10 dogs hanging oh, from Jesus it. Christ. <laughs> Some of them would be frozen. So. Yeah. That's true. They're, they're they'd, be, they'd be like clunking together. They're like knocking together in the wind. Yeah, they're just fucking, uh, yeah. Oh, so sad. Oh, yeah. my God, dude. Uh, did you guys catch this seam on oh my the God. backdrop when they did go out to investigate the uh, UFO? No, I didn't catch the scene. Holy shit. It is it's great. It's prominent. It it's like you can see like great. the YKK on the zipper. Oh man, it's well. so good. <laughs> it's so funny. Also, apparently when they were they were filming that explosion when they used the 
explodey stuff that's not supposed to actually explodey, but it did explodey to melt the ice. Um, the thermite? Yeah, the thermite. Yeah, apparently the camera panned up to catch the explosion, and then it actually showed the top of that backdrop by accident. Oh, no. So that's kind of fun. That is really funny. Whoops. Couple, couple of goofs. Oh, some goofs. Yeah, some the, uh, goofs. yeah. the magic of, um, you know, H- onset. Of, yeah, yeah. Of, yeah, of HD, uh, you know, restoration. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It's Granted, so you know, nice. if the mic's in the fucking thing, the mic's in the thing. Yeah. Oh, my or gosh. That's, you know. Unfortunately, it's, it's hard to find the actual clip. But, that um, shows the uh, the the seam. Yeah. I'm looking for I'm like, what is the word? I'll I'll find it and we'll put it on the Instagram. But um, oh my God, it, when when you're watching it, it is just like, oh well, there's where the two panels met, uh, <laughs> right there. You're just like, yeah. oh, look and at they, that little cutout in the mountains there. That's yeah. just like. They, like, blatantly yeah. tried to paint it to where they're like, oh, this looks like shit, and then eventually they were like. Well, I guess it just looks like shit. <laughs> Maybe no one will notice, but... Um, yeah, like in... Well, we just did Evil Dead 2, and it's like, oh, you know, old Henrietta's booty. Uh-huh. Booty got split. It's there. Booty got booty split. Booty got split. One of the things that I remember from, like, a documentary or something that I watched was, like, the stuff that they use for fake snow mm-hmm. is actually, like, highly flammable. I could Didn't see they that. Didn't they use asbestos? Yeah, so it was something like that, and so, like, the, the scene where they, like torch the, the thing yeah and he jumps through that window oh, no. like they had to like as soon as possible put him out because that could have like actually caused like a massive like is that like a giant fire also yeah. mesothelioma now that's that's one of those commercials that you always see oh, yeah. like <laughs> legitimately they probably oh, Stephen are. p knew <laughs> oh my gosh is this is this from the movie yeah, this is the actual UFO crash, and I can turn the audio on. I don't know if right. it'll be able to. You gotta edit this thing, so you do pick you. it up. But yeah, so we're watching the scene where they, where you just see the the wing, or like the stabilizer out, and it's funny because they're like, they like shave, yeah, it. shave it to yeah. take you know to Metal see what samples. kind of alloy it is and stuff like that. It's on obtainium. Nice. Here we go. Okay, so. So we're finding. Uh, oh, you're trying to find the seam. Trying to find the seam. The seam. Oh, God, excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Trying to find the seam, Morty. <laughs> I, lo- I love this scene because, like, not hearing it, it looks goofy as fuck as they're, like, standing in a circle trying to find the ship. Yeah. But, like, the music is swelling and it's, like, so creepy. Like, isn't it weird that the ship is a circle? <laughs> and so uh, the music does quite a bit for this because there's, there's nothing happening. It's just people oh, standing yeah. in a circle with their arms out. Like, I yeah. also think people that, in America. that is the funny... <laughs> <laughs> just, what oh, do we oh, do oh, now? Oh, oh. We don't know. I also think no. that it's the funniest way for them to try to measure distance too because i'm like how you scientific even holding hands. <laughs> yeah like, why <laughs> it's just so if we put like i don't know do you, any, have, have you all been to chicago you think this is like the size of the bean i love how much effort like how much work the script itself does because like again with this scene there's not a whole lot of visuals it's just people standing on 
what we're assuming is ice, but right. it's probably just like tarp or something. Oh yeah, for sure. And oh, they're like, yeah. I can see, I can see this shape in the spaceship, and oh, it's just dark over here. That means that's where it ends. And so like, they're just vocally describing to you. Yeah, they're just <laughs> what exactly. you could yeah. be saying. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're, but they're talking to each other and. Uh, not the audience. Um, yeah, they are talking to the audience, but it's not quite like some exhibition dumps that we still get in like blockbusters today, where you're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, can you at least respect me a little bit? I do. Yeah. I also appreciate their acting. To be honest, I mean, like the mm-hmm. the facial expressions. I mean, clearly, as you say, there's like fake snow mm-hmm. blowing all over the place, but they're not. They're probably not really cold. Well, they're not, right? Didn't you say that? No, no that's got to be is, in a stage. It's 100 degrees. On yeah, this is the this is the one that was on a stage. It was like well over 100 degrees. Okay, so, yeah. but the... None of this shit was shot outside. The facial... Ex- right. Yes, that's that's true. <laughs> um, their facial expressions uh, definitely give you that feeling of, I'm freezing my balls off right yeah. now, and it is blowing snow in my face. Yeah. Like, oh, man. I was, I was very impressed with that one scene where they're like, She's trying to get their attention, like that they can see their breath because the power's gone out and they're right. losing the interior heat. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I had that same thought. I was like, "How are they doing that?" They're right. taking quick drags off stogies, brother. Now I'm not sure if that's true. Well, yeah. But I it's mean, possible. Like, probably. Yeah. But but it was an uncut. Like it's a whole like sequence scene where she's like, like it's all, yeah. and they're like talking, and then she's like, "No, listen," and then she's like, "You're." Your breath, and he's like, "I'm sorry, it's been a couple of days." <laughs> and she's like, "No, idiot, look, it's getting cold in breath. here. We need to do something about so, it." So I was like, "Did they actually like put them in a refrigerator, or you know, like a refrigerator room?" Yeah, yeah. I'm sure like, that you know wherever they shot this, RKO Studios, Warner Brothers, lot, probably a big walk-in somewhere. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. I'm I don't sure know. that the people that uh, I'd like to think it's cigarette smoke. Because that's cool. And apparently cigarette smoke was used for everything. Yeah. Yeah. It was a vape pen. (laughs) This shit's been in the works for fucking since 51. (laughs) How do we smoke cigarettes, but not cigarettes? It's 1951. I feel like that's how it is now. Okay, this is off topic. Sorry. Do you guys remember anybody read The Watchmen Mm -hmm. here? Okay. Uh, Those like... Those those cigarettes that are like vapes, they like look like futuristic cigarettes. Like that have cro- like the rounded. Shit. Oh no, the ones that kind of look like crack pipes. They look like yeah, they look like crack pipes. They've got like those round pieces. Like I felt like at the time when I read that, I was like, that's weird. That's Rorschach so weird. smoking crack. People are just gonna be smoking cigarettes in the future, still probably. Right? That's weird. Yeah. And no, they're yeah. all vaping. Yeah. They all turns switch out, to crack. Uh, yeah, it turns out Alan Moore <laughs> <laughs> rules. Yeah. <laughs> Newsflash. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Ooh, the thing that came from the thing from another world. The thing from another world. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I love that it got uh, out of the ice because of an electric blanket. That's uh, very fun. Because it's like, sure, why, why not? I have an electric blanket, and that shit gets unplugged all the time. If I'm just sitting on the couch, it gets unplugged. This motherfucker apparently is military grade because it's like. No, this will de-thaw an alien. Real, cool, real fucking quick. Really by the way. fast. Don't yeah. Super quick. You know. Also, no shocks. Yeah. Overnight. No, no electrical issues it, whatsoever. It took it two hours. Not even two hours technically, because that guy was on his shift and threw the electric blanket on. Wasn't done with his shift, so with under two hours, it froze like. It, like dethawed. Yeah, no, like no, no sun to help it out with yeah. some like photosynthesis. Synthesis. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> That's, 
is that supposed to be like an, an irony thing where like electricity brings it back to life and then electricity kills it? Honestly, You know what would really sick is if they used the electric blanket to kill it, where they like took they like took the uh, took the like uh, the outer the outer the outer yeah. like the netting off of it or off of the front side, and then one of the uh, one of the Air Force men like plugged it in and like ran and like hugged it. Sacrificing and they, himself. Yeah, and they both die. Yeah. Tell my mom I love her. <laughs> yeah. This is for my country. Yeah. yeah. The most she, brutal yeah, hug ever. She lives at like ever. 1314 Walnut Street. Yeah. And you're like, cool. We'll make sure to ride her. I, I wasn't really sure how they set up the booby trap at the end. Cause I don't think you needed to know. I think that was the point of that. Yeah, because I, I thought they put something on the ground. They and then there was ceiling, I guess, and sides too. I guess they're like, you gotta wait till it's in the middle. And I was like, well, he's standing in the middle of the thing, but yeah. I, they meant a different middle. Yeah, they had like a, a a wire mesh that they put underneath the floorboards, I guess, to keep it from grounding. Uh huh. And then they had like nodes from something that they put on the sides. Gotcha. Or like one on top and one on the right, and then I guess there was like just a copper wire or pipe or something that was on the other side, and that's when it like oh. connects together. Because okay. there's like a part where they're like coming up with that, and they're like, "Can we also use those nodes?" And it's like, "Yeah, you can use the nodes." And I was like, "Sure." Why do you say nodes so much? <laughs> <laughs> we nodes. want you to know we're using the nodes. Yeah. So you guys know nodes. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, uh, fire didn't do it, so I guess electricity had to. Let's talk <laughs> about that scene because that's oh the best gosh. scene of almost any movie I've ever seen. It's where really they're scary. like, your they're face like, the entire time. Your face was so shocked. I was like, you oh, were just like, on fire, and then I was like. What? He's on. Well, yeah. So NBA Jam. It was, <laughs> it was really funny because they were like, "We'll bring him in, hand. We'll kill him with fire." And then one guy's like, "Oh, I've got a giant thing of kerosene by my bed, smoking a cigarette. Just like, here's your kerosene. Like, okay, what are you gonna do with that?" And they're like, "We'll throw it on him. See, and then we'll shoot him with a flare gun. And we've got all these other bottles of kerosene and a live in like their living quarters." And then to protect Nikki, he's like, "Here's a giant pillow," <laughs> like, and just puts it, yeah, gives it's it to not her, made puts out her of in a corner or anything. Yeah, and then just how funny it is that it just busts through the door, and then one person just throws a whole bucket of kerosene, shoots him with a flare gun. He just goes up, and then other people just start throwing whole jugs of kerosene and it's like it's it's a it's a violent fire dude it's insane i was like you're gonna fucking burn the whole place down you're gonna burn the whole place down you're gonna die and then of course you know the thing in john carpenter's the thing flames uh in uh really scott's alien fucking fire aliens that's the key to to the whole thing Yeah. yeah fire fire but it was awesome. That scene was incredible. I was just like, this is incredibly dangerous. Yeah, I was legitimately afraid for the man, and the movie came out in 1951, and I was like, ooh. Yeah, dude. Did yeah. you guys hear that somebody, I don't, I didn't even catch who it was, but somebody on the, uh, on the crew's name is Ripley. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's true. It's, it's an homage. Yeah, that's. It's an homage. <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> I mean, you said earlier that Ridley Scott uh, was also quite inspired by this uh film oh yeah and i don't know if dan o'bannon named the ridley character but uh i know that ridley scott's movie is pretty different than his original script yeah crazy but 
yeah, that was my favorite scene in the movie. Also, I thought it was. I really... mean, it's the most action-packed scene. Yeah, in, but in, in the movie. it's also absurd. Yeah. It's just insane to yeah. be like, you know, what we're gonna do catch it on fire, but like right now, like yeah. right now, and where it's are all like... the fire things? It's just like no. <laughs> in this wooden room. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I would say in the... the place where we have to live. The yeah. thing you know? <laughs> that blew my mind was like, okay, you do the close-up of like the monster, and then you see like off-screen the kerosene fly onto it because like a stunt guy's doing it but it's like it seems like it's all everybody's in the shot yeah and uh, like it's not a close-up of him and they shot him with like you know people off the set yeah or whatever and like a stunt guy throwing it on there it's like it looks like the actors are like launching volatile chemicals yeah yeah on, on this man seems and like uh i'm pretty sure that's what happened and that's why it blew my mind i was just like ooh, yeah uh, dude how many times do you think they had to shoot that scene? Uh, once. Oh, one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope that man got like an extra 50 bucks. Yeah. That day. Oh, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he I did. I assume it was not the man that actually uh, was the actor. No. Oh, he, was, he was rewarded. He got drafted into the Korean War. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You're going to join our boys, son. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you like the Air Force? Because you're about to be part of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kiss your best girl goodbye. Here's a pack of Lucky Strikes. Yeah. <laughs> Um. <clears throat> also, when the uh, creature got electrocuted and just shrank, what? Oh yeah, <laughs> that was, shrink. Yes, yeah. it made it in. Made him into a little baked potato. Yeah, just like a little. Oh, yeah, I they, guess it. Yeah, sucked, veggie sucked, dish. sucked out all his uh, <laughs> juice. All his uh, all the water. All in the juice. Yeah, I mean, it's wild. Uh, I, I they. Do you think they ate the potato afterwards? Or like. Probably. I bet the doctor did. He was, he was very into. Yeah. yeah, he's like, but for for science. Yeah, for I'll science. eat this potato for science. <laughs> um, yeah. That also, guy... it's lunchtime. Yeah, I wonder if that guy died. If he was supposed to be dead. He said they said at the end that he has like a broken arm and some oh, other okay. kind of injury. It was gotcha. And the little the wrap up at the end there. Mm. He's gonna. Yeah, I don't know. Did anybody hobby. actually die outside of one dog? There I was don't... the other two doctors that were hung in the. They were oh, set yeah. up by the doctor, but yeah. not, but maybe, but not, but yeah. probably, yeah. Which that, the way they describe them, I don't remember seeing it, but they talk about how they're like hanging in there like uh, Upside butchers. Down. Yeah, yeah, and I was just like, like predator style, yeah, and I was yeah. like, is this thing pulling a, pre-? like it just like skins people, and it's just chilling in there, like. <sighs> It'd be so cool. Right? Just... There's, the, that's the, I think. It's the, got those, those claws. Yeah. Yeah. Similar to a yacha. I, I love I love the this movie so much just because you, there's so much that you can just put on it yourself and just be like mm-hmm. this is what my creature does like my yeah. creature yeah. is like badass looking and it is de-skinning people yeah, yeah. it's like, like the, the fear of the unknown like, you know. he's filleting people yeah. Yeah. there's a thing that's like showing everything is not always the most scary no, right definitely no. not it's just like ooh gross typically it's the opposite mm. as soon as you showed the thing yeah then it's like oh okay. That's why I think it was weird. Like, the thing that comes to mind the most with something like that is, um, like, uh, Insidious, where when you see the Darth Maul demon, you're like, I'm out. This yeah. is whack. <laughs> yeah, why did yeah. you do it? Why yeah. did you do that? Yeah, as um, opposed to, like, a perfect film like Alien, where they, like, dole it out. Yeah. Like, throughout the film, it, like, grows. And, mm-hmm. 
Like, what's scary is part of that whole movie is probably when the alien is, like, hiding in plain sight, like, mm-hmm. in the wall. And you're like, ooh. Well, yeah. it's the same situation, right? Like, the suit looks like shit, and that's why they had to shoot it, like, super yeah. close-ups yeah. and very I mean, I specific. Know. I don't know if I'd say it looks like shit. No, I mean... Like, but that, I know what you mean, yeah. yeah that, like, I mean, you can't show the whole thing because it breaks... It'll break your mind to be like, oh, well, that's a guy in a suit. Yeah. yeah. We need right. to shoot it sparingly so it's still believable. And then that's the issue with CGI. It's like, oh, well, this looks exactly like we want it to look, but it doesn't feel tactile. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, it just feels like a, a video game. Yeah. Right. And then that's why, like, John Carpenter's The Thing is, like... So good. Yeah, because, like, he had to be like, okay, what is terrifying, and how do I make it real, and then also be able to show it? Yeah. And he does it incredibly. And so it's just like... It's it's all of that your imagination yeah. plus just like the most fucked up imagery you can think of. Yeah, it's like yeah. everything is like every everything is unpredictable and like so like otherworldly. Mm-hmm. And then the effects are so good that it's just like legitimately like terrifying. Like if your dog's head turns into a flesh flower, like how fucking awful is that? Yeah, <laughs> pretty bad. Pretty fucking it's bad. awful. It's not good. Sounds cool. It does. Sound <laughs> oh cool. yeah, it looks yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jordan, did you ever watch any of the X Files? Yes. Yeah. Have you seen their The Thing? Yes. Episode. Yeah. We, uh, Camille and I watched it like two weeks ago, and uh, oh boy, yeah, it yeah. was very fun. It, I loved it. It tried very hard. It did, and it it hit the beats, but it didn't. I mean, it was probably just because it's still season one, right? Yeah, yeah. It, was like it was like for 45 one. minutes. It was like, like oh, the cool. eighth yeah. episode, and they're like, we're going to do the thing. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, wow. like it's probably better than the Sasquatch episode that's also in like season one or yeah. whatever, but like, yeah. you know, it's not it's not prime mm-hmm. X-Files or anything. Yeah. But I mean, it, it, does, it does well for TV money in the 1990s. Yeah, yeah. and it's a cool bottle yeah. episode, and it also like rewards fans of science fiction. Yeah. Like, where they're like, oh, that's neat that this is obviously a send-up to yeah. like, a thing. I was especially at a time like pre-internet where it's like oh it's extra fun mm-hmm. when yeah. we all know that you know it's like oh we we recognize this because it's a thing we like and we're into or we've seen before yeah as opposed to uh, you know getting on X Filesopedia or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, good. I agree. Um, so to wrap things up, Jordan. Yes. Tell us a little bit about your show. All right. Well, uh, the FMV Sequence is a podcast that is about video game movies and then also sometimes movies that have video games. Um, For instance, we have covered The Thing uh, because the people on my show are all uh, almost a decade younger than me, so they haven't (laughs) seen cool things. Yeah. (laughs) So one of my goals is to introduce them to cool things, and I was like, how do I get them to watch the thing? It's like, oh well, there's a really great PlayStation Two game. Oh yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Half of it was like I was like, yes, there is a official quote unquote sequel of the thing that's in video game form, but also like right now there's a huge trend in video games that are very thing based. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like Among Us, where the whole point right. of the game is you're a group of people trying to uh, complete tasks, and Suss there are the hidden things. Yeah. Right. So there's like, you know, there's that, there's Werewolf, there's Dread Hunger, there's all these games right now that are these popular games. And so that was kind of the, the basis of the episode is, here's the movie, like, like this movie is obviously very important to getting to John Carpenter's The Thing, but John right. Carpenter's The Thing is what is inspiring yeah. these games and likeness. So, right. So that was my excuse for 
being nice. able to cover that. Yeah. You're like, I really want to watch this movie. How do I do it? Right. Yeah. I would really like to sidestep this shitty video game movie and watch a really <laughs> rad movie. Yeah. Uh, so. What's the... There's a game recently that I played that was very fun where you basically play as the thing. Like oh. You, um, it's like a... You told me about it. Fun. Carrion? Carrion, that's mm-hmm. it. I wanted to say Control, but that's a different game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Carrion is very funny. You kind of like... It's like you are the thing yeah you're like a you're like a flesh monster that it's a it's like a metroidvania style game Mm -hmm. side scrolling and you uh like eat scientists and civilians and then you grow in mass and then the puzzles are like getting from like one room to another you have to be like certain sizes so it's like you might have to like go and shed a few pounds to be able to get through a small hole and then depending on your your mass of flesh you have like different attacks and movements it's super super fun and it has a a, a great little ending. Hmm. I uh, never, I haven't got to play it yet, but I, I've been very interested. In it's it. fun. It's also a pretty short play. It's probably like six hours long Sounds or something. Beautiful. I think I played it yeah. like casually over the course of like a week or something. That's yeah. I don't really fucking play video games, but yeah. I played that one because uh, it seemed in uh, the realm of things that I would be into, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I finished it. So that means that it was good. Yeah. You should do a word count for this episode of how many times the word thing is used. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, we should have done an over, under, or you can count it later and we can do it now. Oh. <laughs> I ain't counting That it, means so. you have to count it later. Great. <laughs> yeah. So, no. No, thank you. Yeah. Well, well, I'm going to go with um, 42 because it's the, what it, the, it's the, the, answer the answer to everything. To the, yeah, the answer to everything. You fucking dork. Uh, I'm going to say 35. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. if you listen to this and counted them uh, you're a fucking freak <laughs> Dylan will send you something for free oh absolutely yeah if you if you DM me a number and then I go back and count it and it's right yeah absolutely don't just send me numbers you dick I think you should just send me numbers that'd be very funny it's like oh, I don't know like eight um so uh yeah I'm I haven't got to listen to your show I'm not supposed to say that I just I just did I haven't listened to your show because I don't really listen to a lot of stuff because I'm at work and I fucking can't because every time I put my headphones in at work, eight people need to talk to me. But um, when you told me about it and we talked about doing this, um, I am excited to go back and like listen to your show because there's a lot you guys have done. Mortal Kombat. We've done that, yeah. Which I'm stoked about because I fucking love the original movies. Loved the new one. Yeah. Uh, both of those shits. Loved them both because uh, <laughs> I was a child. And First Mortal Kombat movie is legitimately like a great fucking time. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. I love the second one because you get to see the um, uh, Sub-Zero's brother. God, somebody loves it. Oh, it's, dude. It's <laughs> great, man. It's a shit movie, but it's so fun. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like, got the it's, cyborgs it's, in it. It's like, the bad. Come like, on, dude. It, it, that like you don't turn it off. Yeah. Like, right. Oh, like we're we're gonna this, we know what we're getting into. We're gonna do it. Yeah. I mean, I listen. I I listened. I lived like right down the street from like. Uh, it wasn't a family video, but it it was um, attached to um, a grocery store. And every weekend I would go, and those were heavy rotations for me. I would get those all the time because my parents didn't. Could have saved buy a few them. bucks if you just turned on UPN. I was <laughs> and, like seven, so I saved. Uh-huh. All the money, because I'm not buying anything. Because <laughs> it was not your money. Yeah, but my parents weren't going to buy fucking the VHS of Mortal Kombat 1. Um, so I just got to rent it. You know what? I would I love... Because um, I am interested, uh, because it's like, oh, well, the show's about the movie, but you guys are all going to talk about your experience with 
the games, so it adds an extra layer to it. Yeah. It's always good to have. It's like a fucking really good gimmick for a podcast. Mm-hmm. And the uh, Double Dragon is the one that came to mind when I heard about you doing that. I was like, oh, I remember renting Double Dragon on VHS as a kid and being like, this movie fucking rules, and yeah. I'm sure it is mad ass. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was like the first thought I had. I was like, oh, well, fucking, what about Double Dragon? I feel like it's just like forgotten and lost to time. You guys are gonna do Street Fighter, right? Oh, oh you yeah, have we're to. Do, that script was do... written in a day. Yeah, that movie rules. <laughs> One time, I was in a band and we stopped. We like took a break because it was hot outside. We went inside and Street Fighter was on TV, so we just watched Street Fighter <laughs> instead of like finishing practice. Like, I'm, yeah, whatever. I'm we'll so excited to see that movie. Like, there, there's so many of them that I actually haven't seen because I don't know if you know this or not. Video game movies are bad. Right. <laughs> there's not a whole lot of good ones. Yeah. Um. So. Like, I got to watch the Super Mario Bros. movie for the first time. I love that movie. That movie fucking yeah. rules. You've never seen <laughs> yeah. that before? No. Yeah, I, I saw love, that one a lot love, as a love kid, that too. stupid movie. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's so fun. It has nothing to do with the games. No. Not at all. It, it feels like it could have just been, like, it. it's its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been, like, if it would have been its own thing, it would have been the coolest, like... It probably would have been a bigger cult classic than it already is at this right. point. It yeah. would it wouldn't have all the hate on it because it has Mario's attached. Because it feels right. like yeah. a it, it feels like a straight to VHS like uh, Big Trouble Little China rip <laughs> with like a little bit of like with a, with more science fictiony vibe mm-hmm. or whatever. But uh, it's so good. It, the boots are so great and yeah. like fucking Dennis Hopper and you got the little fucking Yoshi dinosaur. Like it's a wildly fun movie. I can't remember who it was, but I think. I mean, I know that at least, like, two people tied to that movie were just, like... Bob Hoskins and John Legg was... Yeah. And, like, partied. I'm sure Dennis Hopper was on his own shit, but maybe not. Maybe he was also drinking with them. Right. That's crazy. That's nuts. That was really funny to hear. Um, I mean, it, it's unfortunate. Plus, that... it's Bob Hoskins, like, an incredible actor. Yeah. And then fucking John Leguizamo, who... Uh, he was new at it's the also, time. Can, yeah. yeah, it doesn't always, is it not all his movies are the pest. Like, mm-hmm. he is, can can be a good actor in the right thing. Oh, you mean and the Romeo and Juliet, where he's Tybalt, and oh. he's badass as shit? He's very good, yeah. I mean, oh my gosh. Now I want to watch that movie. That movie rules. It's such a good movie. Yeah, it is, it is uh, genuinely a very good movie. Um, but also, to Wong Fu, when he plays Chi-Chi. Oh, uh, I've never that. seen Tu Wong Fu. Uh, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Yeah. I haven't seen Tu Wong Fu. Hmm. Yep. He is a very sassy drag queen, uh, I believe. The other two are Wesley Snipes and... Is it Val Kilmer? Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Yeah. That was close. Yeah. That movie's great. Does not have anything to do with video games, but... <laughs> I mean, I would, I, would, I would legitimately uh, be very interested in playing a Tu Wong Fu side-scroller. So, so would I. Oh, my <laughs> we need more. Gosh. We need more, um, you know, uh, like, comedies that aren't for kids, yeah. uh, like, side-scrollers. Like, maybe a... Uh... Leisure Suit Larry? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I, I was thinking more of, like... Uh, Tu Wong Fu or like Thelma and Louise. It's like Thelma and Louise, but it's cruising the USA. Well, there's only, <laughs> only one way. Only Your goal of the is. game is to die. Yeah. At the end of the game, you're like, you're like, oh, well, we finally finally did it. And yeah. Then you, you just drive yeah, off the Yeah, you press edge. A to hold hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> press B to fucking pump the gas. Um, the movie Rain of Fire... Mm. I know there is a video. <laughs> I've game, heard that movie's time. That's like the, where like dragons attack like New York City or some shit. It's like it's like future dragon stuff where it's like 
Matthew McConaughey is bald, has a tank, and fights dragons. And it's just like, this shouldn't work. This absolutely shouldn't work, but it kind of does. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I remember God. thinking it was the best shit around when I was a kid when it came out. I was just like, this movie rocks. Yeah. But I know there's a game, but I can't remember which one came first. But it's probably one of those shitty games. I feel like, that I feel like the movie. movie came first. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey? Yeah. Oh, yeah. With dragons? Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of, like, I mean, there's Jeez. also the crossover that you can do in this show where there's so many bad video games that are based off of movies. Mm. So yeah. many bad ones. Most of them are terrible. But uh, I remember f- seeing Fifth Element and being like, well, this is the greatest movie of oh, all time, wow. obviously. And then uh, buying the video <laughs> Look game. Look at this. Like, Look at this guy. What? He's here to fuck dragons, everybody. I want to know. I want to hear him talking in this movie. I want to hear Matthew McConaughey's accent in Reign of Fire. Well, it's going to oh, be the, the same. same as well. yeah. It's the same, but a little more like. Oh, he goes. Wait, a is he not uh, trying to do him? British? Because I thought the I thought it was it took place in England. Oh, I think he is British. Oh God, Matthew McConaughey doing a British accent would be like probably <laughs> the equivalent of uh, of. Uh, fucking Sean Connery playing Juan Ramirez in Hell Ra- in uh, Highlander. Yeah, oh, <laughs> where it's just like he's like ah oh, yeah. The Spaniard the, who was originally from Egypt. <laughs> yeah, but he, it's Sean Connery. He just speaks like Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Perfect casting. Mm-hmm. And then Christopher so Lambert, who like is basically an invalid and speaking <laughs> and is like and like reading the script like phonetically. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Yeah, you got a, a quite uh, quite a lot of things to play with, so that's a, a fun that's idea. Really fun. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a there's a lot to do. There's a there's a lot of bad stuff that I'm not looking forward to, but yeah. I'm always you trying dole to find out, the You cool got to dole ones. out the classics for sure. I know. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't hit that. them all. Of, hit them all off the top. Yeah. So yeah, but FMV sequence. The FMV sequence. Yeah. Which the, 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 the joke on video. that. Yep. The joke on that is full motion video. So. Nice. Fun. It's a good joke. Yeah. Very nice. Um, I think in a few weeks after this episode comes out, I will be on your show. Yep, we are going to have Dylan on. For Mortal Kombat? No. No. For fucking Doom. Yes. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Saw that one in the theater. Yep. Which is the inspiration for my show. I was watching it one day, and um, I was like, I want to do a video game movie podcast because of Doom, Mm -hmm. and then I wanted to incorporate people being able to watch them as well so that's why i have a we do a free lobby show every month at rodeo cinema where you can come and watch the films um that we when you come you actually get to vote for the next week so oh cool Fun. that's a little bit I love, to, to yeah, come. I love that yeah so you know um, yeah the power is in your hands yeah mm-hmm. that's you why can, maybe maybe you'll force uh jordan to watch fucking double dragon yep sooner yeah, yeah. than he might have thought I'm down. That well, one. That one actually we'll sounds just, fun we'll, to me. I'm we'll not. Down. <laughs> uh, we should. We should. Um, I know there's. I can. There's like several ways to play the original Doom, but in a week or so, you should you come even have over. the Final Fantasy movies. You should come over and we'll play the original Doom, and we'll fucking talk about it or whatever. Oh, God. Maybe we can I mean, like, that movie is. I mean, that video game is wildly important to me. Yeah. Well, yeah. We can hang out. We can all. Fucking, we can all four hang out and take turns I, playing Doom and talk I about still how remember, rad Doom is. Cause... I still remember the passwords for Doom. Really? IDDQD and IDKFA. It's uh, weapons and ammo and God mode. Nice. Uh, that's how. We'll need that's, God that's mode. That's how yeah. that is. That's how like you know ingrained that game is to my fucking blood. Man, my so 
when I was a kid, my uh, my grandparents had like they had one room, I had another room, and then there was a third room across the hall from mine. And my grandpa had the that's where like the computer room was. Yeah, you gotta have a computer room. Well, my grandpa always would play video games, but he only played like Doom. So we had like Doom it was the One, only game. Doom Two, and then when uh, Quake and um, fucking he, he uh, didn't he didn't play Quake. Okay. He had like some like Sim City and a couple of other things, but like Mist. He played Doom all the time, so I'd walk in and he'd be playing Doom, and it was like, oh, this is so cool. He's like, you can't watch, you can't. No, you're too young. <laughs> but then when they started. Um, remaking the Doom games, or they made like Doom Three, Doom 3 yeah. Doom later 3 on. Yeah, I was old enough to play it, but he also wanted to play it, so we would play it together. But there's no, you know, Bonding. so he would control us moving, and I would control where we shot. Oh wow, Aww. that's and, very cute. Yeah, uh, it was really cute. I'm getting all worked up thinking about <laughs> it, but. It scared the shit out of me because, you know, I was still a kid. Doom and, 1 and it was, 2 scared me. But it was awesome. And then Fear came out, and that was a kind of, like, adjacent to Yeah, like, Doom. there was a lot of those, like, Heretic. Um, yeah. And there was another one with an H that's not Heretic. I can't think of at the moment. But, yeah, there was yeah. a lot of uh, Oh, we all played Half-Life together, too. Rip, rip that was really games. fun. Half-Life yeah. Half-Life, was, Half-Life was rad. Um, I miss first-person shooters where you didn't have to aim. That shit was lit. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking... That was my bread and butter. <laughs> but yeah, Doom has always been, um, in in one way or another, a part of my life. So I'm pretty excited to play it. I still... I haven't played Doom Eternal yet, but I when they yeah. redid Doom, fuck, that was so cool. It was so rad. Just like... Hey, you get more points for being more badass, by the way. Like, yeah. oh, sick. Okay, so I just punch demons in the face? And they're like, yeah, absolutely. Run and punch them yeah. in the face. Like, fucking cool. Doom 1, 2, and Duke Nukem fucking 3D. Jesus Christ, Duke Nukem 3D. <laughs> Can't believe they never Shake made a it, fucking baby. Duke Nukem. <laughs> or, I mean, uh, made a yeah Duke Nukem game. A movie. Uh, oh, there's yeah. There's oh, so God. much fun stuff in that stupid shit. There's a, there's a bar in... Duke Nukem 3D, where you like there, there's a television, like a 19 inch television hanging in the corner of the bar, uh-huh. and uh, it just has the white fucking Bronco driving down the street. What? <laughs> it's, it's fucking so sick. That's awesome. Yeah, you press space bar to see titties. It's so good. That's cool. Nice. Well. <laughs> so uh, you know, thing from another world. Press was, space bar to see titties. Yeah, it was a great movie. Super glad we all watched it. Uh, I love the thing. Yeah, um, if you've, I mean, if you've seen Carpenter's The Thing, you owe it uh, to yourself to go back and uh, watch this. Yeah, it's it's good. It's by, it's by yeah, it's by no means a difficult watch. No, no, it's very good. So. Well, Jordan, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks Thank for you. having me. Yeah. Thanks for enjoying the movie. I'm glad you guys liked it. Of course, it, it was yeah. great. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, I know. We have been pretty lucky. We haven't watched a whole lot of stinkers yet. So that's cool. Especially yeah. since. Yeah. Also, it's like 90 minutes and uh, everything makes sense. Like, yeah. That's all I want out of any fucking movie. Yeah. It is hard, though, with, with movies from Unless the 50s because sometimes, sometimes I just can't get into them. You know, it feels way too much like this is a movie. But with this, that's also it, a good vibe, though. It didn't, yeah. But it's I not easy for me to get into it. But with this, it was like instantly kind of just like, what up? Plus, you also have the 
in the back of your head, like loving the about, thing thinking, so much. Yeah, thinking about Carpenter's masterpiece. Yeah, like, well, you know, if this movie was fucking good enough for this guy to go in and make some uh, a handful of great movies that people absolutely adore. Yeah, uh, then you know, can't be. Then, it, then it's then it's probably worth your time. Yeah, for sure. Well, all right, everybody. Um, thanks for listening to the show. Um, be sure to go on iTunes and do all that shit. Five stars or no stars. Yes. And uh, follow us on Instagram and stuff. And go uh, go check out Jordan's podcast, the uh, FM, I, uh, FMV sequence. That's full motion video. You ever played a full motion video game? I'm sure I have. But <laughs> when there's like letters like that, it's always like you I never want to fuck it up. Yeah. What you do is you start a Twitch channel where you guys sit around and, pl- and play through an old FMV game together. There's some there's some classics out there for yeah. sure. The one that I would love to do um, is Star Wars uh, Dark Forces Two Jedi Knight, which is just like it's a third person Star Wars game, but oh. like all the cutscenes are live action cutscenes yeah. kind of like command and conquer that's yeah. cool and it, it was as a kid it, it blew my mind there's a there's a series i cannot think of names so i don't know why i'm bringing it up that's like a detective um like blade runner-esque fmv game that uh, has a big cult following that's cool. it's pretty fun that i've uh, played with some friends uh years ago nice that's fun. well all right guys we will talk at you later um have a good rest of your week Bye. Gross.